and welcome back to Pop Topic. I'm your host, Quentin Philipson, and we are here to discuss all the latest news or trending stories for the third week of July uh, 2021. I'm Quentin Philipson, and with me to break everything down is Tristan. How are you doing today? Doing good, Matt. Doing good. How are you? Not too bad. So what's been new with you? You were just telling me you just got a new job, so that's exciting. Yeah, and what's even more exciting than that, though, Quentin? Oh, yeah? And just before we got on the podcast here, I ordered my ticket to watch Space Jam 2 in theaters tonight. So I'm real stoked for that. Hey, that is exciting. That is exciting. Uh, so stay tuned for next week for my review on that one. I'm sure it's going <laughs> to yeah. be an egg yeah, exactly. Uh, well, we we were just chomping at the bit, Tristan, to see your thoughts on Space Jam Two. Yeah, I'm pretty stoked. I hear a quirky uh, the big raps in it, so I'm <laughs> excited for that part in particular. Yeah, that does sound pretty exciting. Um, I should probably rewatch the first one before I see the second. I watched the first one like a couple months ago. So okay. It's fresh in my brain. Yeah, I haven't seen it in a long time. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a good one. It's a little basic. Um, but it, it does what it's trying to do pretty well in the original. It's pretty fun. Yeah, it, it's fine. I don't love it, but yeah, I don't, I don't hate it. But I think it makes sense that the kids aren't super into it, because I definitely think it's just like 90s nostalgia. I think growing up with the Looney Tunes and seeing a movie with them and a well-known sports player at the time, well, he's still well-known now, but he was he's huge well back in the 90s. So I just think it was a lot of nostalgia for our age. Yeah, that's fair. Not that me and you were ever the biggest basketball fan. No, yeah, I, and I think that's why I didn't really love it. I, I wasn't even a big Looney Tunes fan. I liked the show, but I feel like we still loved other shows like Spongebob. Yeah, I mean, Looney Tunes were, what, being back like the 50s? Yeah. 60s, I mean, it was a little, little, they were a little predated in our time. Yeah, that's We're true. 30 years out of that movie, so it's real, real dated now. I definitely want to watch it. I'm very curious to see this hot mess. I've heard it's... Just oh, I've heard it's a mess. Yeah. Which makes me even more excited for it. Yeah, I'm excited. I wasn't going to see it in theaters until I heard about Battle Wars, now I have to. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I'm going to see it in theaters. Um, Our theaters just opened up, and there's nothing else playing except for this or Black Widow and Fast 9. Like, well, I know what I'm going to watch tonight. Yeah, between those three, and no no joke, I so, do think I would watch Space Jam 2. Especially in theaters. you got to sit down with the big Yeah. Uh, maybe Fast, Fast 9? Yeah, yeah, Fast 9 sounds like a mess. Um... But, Fast Nine also sounds like a ride, though. But Black Widow just looks like a perfect movie to watch at home. It does not look like it's a big theater film. I'm pretty excited for Black Widow at this point, though. Their views are pretty solid about it. I'm pretty stoked on it. I'm actually pretty... I'm looking forward to it. I'm actually excited, too. Uh, more than I was originally, I guess. By yeah. excited, I just mean the people that I know that really like the superhero films that I don't like, they didn't like this one. So I, that's my cue to go, oh... Well, if the people that like Guardians of the Galaxy 2 and Iron Man 3, if they didn't like it, maybe I'll like it then, because we definitely have different tastes in what we want in superhero films. So I'm... Yeah, I mean, this would be a little less, like, big action scene and more so, maybe more like a... Uh, like, obviously, it doesn't be as good as Winter Soldier, but that was like, the last time they sort of did, like, a spy-themed uh, Marvel movie. And that one was obviously one of the best Marvel movies, so... If this can even capture a little bit of that magic, I think it'd be pretty solid. Plus, yeah. I like a lot of the characters they've added to it, or all the cats. You know, Florence Pugh, that one guy I can never remember his name from a uh, Stranger Things. I like him too. So it, it seems it has potential to be really good. Yeah, I'm pretty much just excited for Florence Pugh. I've heard she's fantastic in it, and I really yeah, like I'm her. really stoked for her. I'm excited. I'm excited to watch her in it. Yeah, and I like Scarlett Johansson, and Black Widow as a character has always been fine i never disliked her never really loved her but yeah she's very in the middle like whatever i don't really yeah, care like but i do really like scar has... joe yeah she's always like kind of cool but she's not like hawkeye lame or anything but she's not like you know spider-man or something super awesome yeah she's right in the middle between hawkeye and spider-man <laughs> those are legitimately the polar opposites <laughs> we're like ranking all the superhero animals we got the hawk we got the black widow spider we got spider-man yeah. yeah exactly people who claim hawkeye is their favorite superhero must find like mayonnaise spicy you know what i mean like they're the kind of people they're the kind of people i don't want to be around they're the kind of people who like who, who dislike popular things just be cool and like unpopular things because i think that, that that's a personality trait 
I'll be honest with you. I I don't think uh, I'll be honest with you. I don't think a single person has Hawkeye as their favorite. I have met a concerning. And this was like years ago, back when I was in like high school or whatever, like the first Avenger movie. I, I met a concerning number of people who claimed Hawkeye was their favorite Avenger. Their and, favorite? Um, I, I think people are like, "Hey guys, Hawkeye's cooler than you think. He's real rad." Like I think there's defenders of Hawkeye, but does anybody actually say? He's my number one MCU character. Uh, no one I talk to because okay. I don't associate with him. Yeah, but I'm sure someone out there. Like I understand people defending him. Well, I don't understand it, but well, I. Jeremy Renner also apparently yeah. is a big uh, fan base. You know about the Jeremy Renner app that came out a couple years ago? No. You haven't heard of the Jeremy Renner app? There was an app. I think of it sort of like Instagram. Where, you know, they like, post pictures and you can heart things and comment things. But the only one allowed to post anything is Jeremy Renner. Everyone else can just comment their heart things. And in order to heart things, you have to buy hearts, like spend money to buy hearts. And you can heart things as many times as you want to prove you really like that post. And they have the top post people, he will, he will reply to their comments and stuff. And it's really just basically a big cash cap for a huge Jeremy Renner fan. Where he would just basically post Instagram pictures on this Jeremy Renner app. He would wow. like heart it and comment on it, hoping he responds to them. Well, yeah, that sounds pretty terrible, but, you know, uh, good for him. Yeah, good for him. I mean, I've, I've never seen Scarlett Johansson have, so. Well, I think, I, I, I'm sure there's something with ScarJo. I'm sure she, she's got a crazy fan base. Oh, I mean, imagine if ScarJo made up an OnlyFans. She'd make millions. <laughs> yeah, she literally would never have to do MCU again. No, she wouldn't have to act again. Uh, to be fair, she has so much money right now, she doesn't have to do MCU again anyways. No, no yeah, exactly. Like, that's not like any big Hollywood star at this point in time. Any, any like, young actress, if they were to make an OnlyFans, like, Bella Thorne made an OnlyFans. She made, like, what, like, uh, three million in a month or something like that on OnlyFans? Who's like, Bella Thorne? Bella Thorne, she was in a, um, she's in Aquaman. She played, like, Mara in Aquaman, like, the, the redhead chick in Aquaman. Allegations that Johnny Depp abused her, and then there's allegations that she abused Johnny Depp, and there's a whole big law case about it. Yeah. Um, she was also on what you would remember... You remember the Disney Channel show called Shake It Up with Zendaya and the other redhead chick? She was the other redhead chick with Zendaya on Shake It Up. Really? Yeah, Bella Thorne and Zendaya. That's the girl that was married to Johnny Depp? Yeah, I believe so. I could be I could be wrong. That is wild if that's the case. Yeah. She looks way... I, I figured she was way younger than the girl on Aquaman. Oh, oh she most definitely is. Yeah, she's 23 years old currently. Yeah. She's wow, I didn't realize the girl in Aquaman was that young. I never saw it. I just saw photos of her character, and she seems much older. Crazy. I think that was her in Aquaman. I'm pretty confident. You know, it's not popping up now that I'm looking at it. Maybe she wasn't the one in Aquaman. I could be wrong about that. Well, the girl in Aquaman is the one married to Johnny Depp. So if the girl from Shake It Up is married to Johnny Depp, it's the same girl. Yeah, but... you're right. So maybe I'm just thinking of the wrong Yeah, you must be. She's way younger. Um, I'm completely off. You're right. Amber Heard. I don't know how I fucked that one up. (laughs) I'm so bad at people's names. But Bella Thorne was the one with the OnlyFans, not Amber Heard. I got those two people next. So the girl from Shake It Up is the one with the OnlyFans. Yeah. Okay, that makes way more sense. I was like, I think I would have heard if Johnny Depp's wife has an OnlyFans. She seems way too old to have that. Yeah, well, it did make pretty big headlines when it first came out because she didn't actually post any, like, nudes on OnlyFans. You don't have to post naked photos on OnlyFans. Right? No. It's like sexual content in general. And so a lot of people were real mad that there weren't any actual news. So then a whole bunch of people like claimed for refunds and it completely shut down like OnlyFans like refund thing. And like ever since then they made a whole bunch of like new policies about OnlyFans and neutered the whole site so you make way less money off of it. And then all the people who were on OnlyFans making lots of money got real mad about it. And there was a whole big argument about whether or not, you know, this whole thing should have been allowed. It was a pretty big controversial thing when it came out. I think this was like almost a year ago now. Maybe. Ten months ago or whatever, something like that. Surprised you never heard about this one. Yeah, I don't really try to follow OnlyFan news. Are you a big OnlyFan fan? Uh, I, I am not. I, I don't. <laughs> you don't. You don't follow Amber Heard. I don't. Uh, I will. Bella Thorne. I'm heard or Bella Thorne. I'm starting to mix them up. Yeah, I can't believe I got those two, and I thought those two were the same person for a while now. I guess I just completely got the two names mixed up. I don't know how. Yeah, I don't know the age of Amber Heard, but I would imagine she's in her late thirties, early forties, not twenty-three. Yeah, once you mention them, like you're right, that age discrepancy is a little wacky. Like I'm not questioning. 
Yeah, I was like, hold on, because Johnny Depp was married years ago, so he married her when she was like 17 or 18. That would have been big news. So I just discovered a movie theater at my place that has tickets to watch the movies for $3.15. Is Oh, is it like um, Cinema City? Yeah, Cinema City. Yeah, yeah, we went there before when I lived in Edmonton. Um, and because they, they play like the movies that like just left, like in between when they're in theaters and when they're in DVD, right? Like they're slightly older movies. Yeah, yeah, uh, I think... Yeah, I don't know the exact right now, window. But honestly, yeah. I wish I had one of those around here because the mo- all movies I want to watch in theaters, Mortal Kombat, Quiet Place Part 2, In the Heights, are no longer in my theater because they're too old. But they were never in my theater because we were in lockdown the whole time. So uh, I couldn't okay. watch any of those movies I wanted to see in theaters because we were locked down and now they're not in theaters anymore. So a theater like that would be amazing to have right now if you can catch up on all those old movies for super cheap in theaters because you never have a chance to be in one. Yeah, yeah, it has In the Heights right now, so uh, yeah. I think I'll watch it soon. Uh, we'll have to yeah. wait and see. I would want to watch that today instead of Space Jam, but it's not my theater. Yeah, so I'm watching In the Heights probably when I get back from the vacation. I was going to watch it this week, but you know, I, I don't really care enough. So I'll watch it when I come back. But I'm watching Nobody with uh, our old co-host, Well Dog. We'll be watching that together. Oh, man. That seems like a Well Dog movie if I've ever seen one. Well, I messaged Well. I was like, hey, Well, you pick a movie. And he's like, I don't know what any of these are. I was like, I'll pick a movie you'll like. I got you. I, I feel like he'll like Nobody. You don't think he'll like In the Heights? Uh, no, I don't. What about Five Place Part 2? He's probably that. Uh, that's actually not there, but I've already seen it. So, uh, Or Mortal Kombat. Uh, that was there, but I don't want to watch it. I'd rather watch Nobody. I genuinely don't think I'll ever watch the new Mortal Kombat unless one of us picks it for the 2021 podcast. Unless that's the case, I really don't think I'm going to watch it. I have no interest. I want to watch it. I have more interest in, in the Heights than Mortal Kombat. I, I'm more interested in the Heights than any other movie that's been released, except for Godzilla vs. <laughs> yeah. Kong, of course. Yeah, Godzilla vs. Kong is in the theaters. I was going to pick it, but Welling's already seen it. Uh, but I want to see that in the movie sometime. Oh, man. If you, yeah, if you can get back in there for $3 a ticket, it's a no-brainer. Yeah, so I, I don't know why I never heard of this movie theater. I, apparently, I saw it with you. you. I must have blocked it out. I must have blocked it out. Um, yeah. Because I don't remember it at all, but I'm definitely going now. And they have movies in between the theater and for you to own. But they also have, like, old, old movies that you can then go revisit. Oh, so. that's cool. Yeah, I'm watching Nobody with the Well Dog, and then I'm watching 2001 A Space Odyssey with some friends right afterwards. Oh, well, I know which movie's going to be better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, I've never seen 2001. I, can't. Yeah. I just know a lot of people love it, and a lot of people hate it. I've never seen it. Yeah, I'm very lukewarm on it. I think 2001 A Space Odyssey is fine, but everybody told me that I should definitely see it in a theater because it's very much a theater experience, which I haven't seen it yet, but I can definitely see how that'd be the case. It's very visual. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely I would. Yeah, I would definitely like to like to see it in theater. So for three bucks, I figured, uh, might as well. I I own it on Blu-ray, but I'm, I want to see how it looks on the big screen. Yeah, I I totally would also. There's a lot of movies if I get a chance to go back in theaters and watch it, especially for three bucks, I take it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even if I already own DVD, I've never seen Dark Knight in theaters. I freaking love to see that movie. Yeah, two thousand and one. I I always said after I watched it, if I had the opportunity to see it in the theaters, I would. So. Now is the time. But yeah, same with like Jurassic Park. I'd like to see that in a theater. Jurassic Park, Jaws, the amazing yeah. thing in the theater. Yeah. I think like a movie that has obviously a visual element, but also a really iconic score. I feel like having the score around yeah. you in the theater. Yeah, right. awesome. Jurassic Park would be awesome in a the theater. Yeah, Jurassic Park would be good. Jaws would be great. Uh, even uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. A lot of yeah, those Spielberg Raiders films would be, would be nice. Yeah, I'm probably the best Spielberg. Uh, another movie I'd like to see in theaters might be Pulp Fiction. I think that'd be a fun one. Pulp Fiction. Yeah, Pulp Fiction. I think Back to the Future would be a good one to see. Yeah. yeah. And those are all like iconic movies. So I'm hoping this theater is going to have like Jurassic Park sometime. That'd be really fun for three bucks. I would think so. Especially say when like, the next one comes into actual theaters. I'd be surprised if they don't have like, some new old ones in there. Yeah, I was, I was happy that they had 2001. And I think every week they change the old movie because... The week before, it was... I forgot what it was, but it was another movie. Then this upcoming week, it's 2001. So that's why I'm jumping on this one. 
So if I just keep an eye on it every week, they might have some classic I should check out. Oh, I'm sure Yeah. And I think theater's color is really what would make those movies great. Like, I love black and white films, but those are good for at home. I don't really know how great a black and white film would be in a movie theater. Yeah. You always see, like, the, the old theaters to play the black and white movies, but I'm a little less interested in those. Unless they have, like, the actual, like, original. Yeah, I think like, movie with color and an awesome score and cool visuals. Those are the ones you want to watch. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, not really a story here, but it was a trending article that was on Twitter for like a few hours uh, two days ago. And I saw it and I quickly took a screenshot because I thought this might be fun to see if we can come up with the ultimate answer here. Right? And I instantly thought of one and I want to see if maybe you could come up with one that can beat it, Tristan. Because I think I already thought of the best response to this. But the question is, what is a movie quote that would be highly inappropriate to say during sex? Hmm. Tell you the obvious one that I thought of, and I don't think it can be beat, but it is Luke, I am your father. Hmm. Yeah, Luke, I'm your father is a tough, a tough bar to, to surpass for sure. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I think so. That is a good one. Yeah. I thought of a few other funny ones like say hello to my little friend, but I yeah, don't. That's, a that's, yeah. a, that's appropriate. I think a lot of people said that during. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It doesn't fit. Borderline. Yeah. In a sexual encounter. Yeah, it doesn't fit this scenario as perfect as the Luke, I am your father. I'm trying to think. That's a that's a tough question. Yeah, I think that kind of quote just completely destroys this challenge i feel like it was a no-brainer maybe that's what it was only trending for a few hours stress and they couldn't beat it yeah some guy came up with the star wars quote and it was all it was all over then yeah i didn't even click on the thread i just i didn't want to steal any ideas i wanted us to see if we could come up with our own genuine responses but uh if you can't think of any we can move on maybe you can throw out some ideas during the podcast yeah, I'll think of some. <laughs> All right. So at the end of the podcast, we'll uh, return to this. But uh, one story here that is a bit interesting is the hot dog disparity. So Heinz Ketchup has come out with their own petition, and they're demanding a change for all wiener manufacturers and bun manufacturers. They are now saying that this has been an issue for far too long, that the amount of buns in a package is never the same as the amount of wieners in a package. And then, you know, that's a pretty fair issue that everybody has experienced. So Heinz is now filling out a petition that all manufacturers should change it to 10 wieners and 10 buns in a package. So it's always even. Yeah, it is a real issue. (laughs) Yeah, how has this not been solved? For too long have we been having to buy... 10 packs of wieners and 8 packs of buns to get the perfect number. All right, for too long, we've had to make, what is that, 80 hot dogs in order to get the right number. I can't eat that many hot dogs quickly. Yeah, it, it is so crazy. I, it's quite a I, shame. I've been playing with this issue for years. <laughs> Tris has been beating this drum before this petition. Do you know how many hot dogs I've had to throw out? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. My easy solution is there's like a 24 pack of wieners and then I just get three bags of eight buns and I'm good to go. But uh, yeah, I never eat that many hot dogs. I end up throwing half of it out. But yeah, they they really should just make it a nice even 10. Yeah, well, I always just cook a couple extra wieners and eat them. Yeah. Yeah, it's always good to have more wieners than more buns. Yeah. Well, I do also use buns for other things, you know, Mm. other things. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. But something that I thought was hilarious is they so they said this petition. Guess how many people have signed this, Tristan? I'm going to go with 40,000. Less than 30,000. About a little under 29,000 people have signed this petition so far. That's it. That's disappointing. I mean, there's, there's like, what, 8 billion people in this world? At least 1 billion have had this problem. Yeah, this is started by the official Heinz Ketchup Company. Like, this is a company making this petition, and no one's really signing it. Yeah, I mean, I guess people don't really care about a uh, Heinz's petition. Yeah, it's just an issue between me, you, and the Ketchup Company. 
and Heinz. They're, they're furious. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't really know how successful this is going to be. It doesn't seem too many people care about us, Tristan. Like, Bond Company. Like, Warner Brothers will go, like... Or, like, one summer come out with, like... Now, packs of 10 buns, so it probably matches your wieners. You know, I'm sure like one bun company doesn't try that. I think that they'll now get the, the upper edge over the other bun. Yeah, yeah, you think they would get a package that comes with more. Because it does seem to always come with eight. Uh, I think it's just the way that the buns are cut up and yeah, packaged. Yeah, the buns are made. Yeah. Yeah, you would think one company would maybe change that, see if they can up their sales with it. Be a good marketing technique. I think, especially if they really come out with, like, the, you know, big marketing push, like, like, now, perfectly paired with a pack of hot dogs. You know what I mean? Like, one pack of buns, one pack of hot dogs, that's all you need. You know, like, that kind of, you got, you got like, around 4th of July weekend, that would sell. People would buy that. You know, that'd be, that'd be a big sell. Yeah. No, you think it would. It's, it's weird that, of all these years, Tristan, this has not been a thing yet. I think they're just leaving money on the table. Well, I think realistically, I think them all, people are going to buy hot dogs for 4th of July weekend anyways. They're just going to buy two packs of them. Until the wieners company start getting smart and go, that's it. We're taking two wieners out. We're saving wieners. <laughs> yeah. We're going to sell more. Perfect amount of wieners. Baby. Yeah, who do you think is going to change first? The wieners going down to or the buns going up to? I think the, I, I think the buns. Yeah, I think the buns well, have to go up. I think if, if you're selling a pack of buns that has two less buns in it, Right, and it's around the same price, like, you know, 30 cents more or whatever. People are going to buy that. But if you're selling a pack of wieners, that only comes with, like, what, like, like eight wieners instead of, like, the 10 or 12 that normally come in. People are just going to grab the more wieners. The fuck, more wieners are more wieners. So I don't want less. Yeah, you know, no, exactly. You, you yeah. don't really think, oh, it matches perfectly with the amount of buns I just bought. It's okay, I want more. No, I agree, yeah. You definitely want to up it, not decrease it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the other bit of news here, Tristan, that I have, uh, the only other real big news story, but this one's pretty big. I'm actually pretty interested in this. It is Netflix's next step in the streaming industry. Have you heard of their upcoming plans for 2022? Yeah. Netflix is going to start having video games. Yeah. I mean, this isn't anything new anymore. A couple years ago, this would be pretty innovative. But like, we always have Game Pass for years now, and other variants. I think what's it like G four games or something like that's doing the same similar thing. Right. I think that the biggest question I have here is what kind of games are they getting? And yeah. also what kind of hardware are you gonna to need to run these? If you're if you're watching Netflix on a smart TV, right, you're also not gonna be able to play any sort of triple A or even like, you know, bigger than just like small app iPhone games on your T V. It's just not gonna work. So what kind of hardware do you need? Do you need can you do it on your TV remote? Are they only iPhone games? Are there any exclusive games? There's so many questions that are unanswered here. Yeah, no, I agree. I think you're kind of downselling this. I think this is pretty crazy that a film streaming service is now moving on to another completely different market. Like I just think it's insane that a company that is really def- well defined, they're like the kingpin of the streaming service for television and film market is now moving towards a completely new one i I, it all depends on how well they handle it i think they've already hired a bunch of executives that have worked in video games before so they clearly are really pushing forward with this yeah they hired an executive from facebook and from ea games yeah um which are both two executives from two of america's most hated companies yeah (laughs) yeah there you go um but yeah i think it's a pretty crazy set of news uh, that this is the direction that they're going. It scratches my head. I don't know if the two markets are really that close overall. Like, I don't know who is watching movies already on Netflix and is like, oh yeah, now I'm excited for video games. But uh, I, I think it's a step in the right direction. I think. I think they need to have something that is really to edge out their competition. I think that's one little extra step that they've already said. You know, at the moment. It's not going to increase the uh, the subscription service. So it's going to be an yeah. attachment, and they're not going to add a charge to it. So that's that's awesome. At least for for, for the time being. Yeah. Um, exactly. I think uh, at the beginning it, it makes sense because who knows how long it's going to buffer or how well these games are going to run at the beginning. It's going to take them a while to get the feet from under them. But once they start getting some good named games and everything's running really smooth, then. The, you know, and no doubt they're going to increase the price. 
Yeah, for sure. Or have it be its own separate like, add-on subscription. Yeah, I, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking they might have it be like an additional charge, which I'm is good. That too. I was surprised that they increased the price for everyone, and then just have it I hope not because I'm not going to really play the games. I'm not a big video game guy, so I don't yeah. really know if I'll ever use that part of the service. I'd rather them not increase my subscription. I don't think the one thing. The biggest question is: Are these just going to be like iPhone games? Yeah, you know what I mean. Or are these going to be actual legitimate, you know, PC console type experiences? And if so, how are we going to be able to run that? And are, what kind of controller are we going to be using? Do you have to get a Netflix controller? <laughs> a, can you use any other sort of Bluetooth controller you happen to have lying around? But if you already have controllers lying around and the hardware to play it, let's say you have to use an Xbox or a PlayStation or something to stream the games through, you already have an Xbox or a PlayStation. So yeah. then what's what's the point of this? So there's a lot of questions I want to like, I want to if it's just iPhone games, I'm not gonna you know what I mean? I think most people won't care. So now I'm feeling like in order for it to be anything substantial, it has to be more than just iPhone games. Yeah, and they're putting but a lot into this. So I imagine they have to understand that this has to be a substantial change. And but then if that's the case, then you're gonna have, to have some sort of hardware running on. A smart TV doesn't have the capabilities to play the no. new Doom game or, or even Fortnite. You know what I mean? You're gonna have to have some sort of hardware to run it on. No, I agree. I'm very curious as to how this is going to work. Because, yeah, I don't really understand how they're going to be able to get these big titles streaming on their movie platform. But I'm sure they'll try and figure out a happy middle that works for yeah. their software and for their consumer, I hope. I My... think it'll probably be like a different app, maybe. Like a Netflix gaming app that you open up. You just log into a normal Netflix subscription, but you have to download the new Netflix gaming app. And that app will be available on like smart TVs or just... Well, they said, uh, they said it's on... The Netflix app. They said it's going to be like a new little tab on the top. Okay. Yeah, they did say that. Um, I think that's because this is the first spot they went, not for like music streaming. You know, I mean, like compatible with Spotify. You gotta think that'd be like an easier sort of push. Yeah, yeah, that would have been pretty easy actually. I don't really know if that would have been a big deal. Like, I don't know if that really. Yeah, that's true. I think at this point, most people already have Spotify and Netflix, so they probably just cancel Spotify. So Netflix won't make any more money off of it. They'll just be, yeah, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't think it would be a big game-changing move for them. But I think the video game market would be pretty crazy. I don't know if they're going to be successful or at least as successful as they are at movies and TV shows. But it's, it's, it's interesting. I kind of appreciate them taking this ballsy move. They're really going all out here for a big move like video games. I'm interested. I imagine my guess for the controller situation, Tristan, is since you already have the Netflix app on your phone and TV, you would use the Netflix app on the phone to then have the controller. That could work, at least for some games. Um, that, 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 that's true. That's not a terrible idea. Yeah, that'd be my guess, because uh, I think that's what they would have to do. I do think, like, the reason why Netflix was so successful for movies and television was they really the first, they had the first movers advantage, right? They were the first yeah. ones in the industry doing the streaming of movies and television. And so they're able to pick up all the other movie studios and put their movies and television shows on their service. And then by the time the other studios already caught up, they already had such a one, like such a huge install base. Everyone already had Netflix at that point in time. Most people just didn't bother canceling it. And two, they already had already invested so much money into their own production studios, making their own shows, their own movies. And now they're pumping out just as much, if not more, content than most of the major major movie studios are. Um, the issue here is they don't have first movies advantage. Yeah. The net game fast have been doing this for years. Other companies have been doing this for years. They don't already own any video game, you know, software companies. Xbox once again has so many and they're already doing this. So they don't have first movers advantage. They don't have any sort of differential status if they Disney Plus did when Disney Plus came into streaming because they have their whole big content library. So I just don't see without putting in billions of dollars into this, how this will ever turn a problem. Yeah, I agree. I completely agree with what you're saying about the first movers advantage here because that's what made Netflix huge. They started this whole streaming wars and that's how they got the, they kind of got the first running start and they are still out and first. Uh, They're just trying to keep a nice distance ahead of the others. But yeah, the video games is a bit of a question mark. I don't feel super confident, but I do, I am interested in what the plan is. And they plan to do this by next year. We're going to have video games yeah. on our service by 2022. That's crazy. I'm guessing that means they've been working on it for a while. Yeah, so I imagine so too. They must have. That or they're really just going to rush this out. And then I think it'll for sure flop. 
Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm interested. I hope this doesn't take away from the movies that they're making. I feel like every year they come out with some really great films that I love. I believe every year, uh, in the last, at least well, at least the last two years, they've had one of my favorite films of the year, uh, like from my top five every time. So they really do kill it, and I hope that they don't start, you know, stepping away from focusing on movies and maybe like oh, instead of having like five fantastic films we'll make like three and then work so we have like more money and effort put into video games i hope that doesn't take away from it um i i don't think it will honestly i think they'll probably just give up on the game thing before it'll ever get to that point hopefully i'm pretty confident we're actually i don't think we're going to see video games enough. so that's my i think this is going to burn before it even does. oh you think by 2022 we won't get it uh they're going to end up shutting it down that's my prediction I think we'll get it, but I think it'll flop. I think I'll have it for a few months. It'll be like some lame games no one really cares about. And then they might just throw in the towel. Yeah, I, I think we'll eventually see it. I, I think making this official shows that they must be very confident in at least the progress that they're at. So I think yeah, they will release so. it, whether we'll, you know, uh, whether the audience reaction will be what they hope for or not is debatable but i think they are confident enough to already be like okay this is what we're doing next year i imagine we'll see it will, will you uh will you play the game when it comes out tristan will you be giving us a first-hand I'll, review i'll try it i'll try, I'll try okay. the game. sounds good i will uh, yeah i'll get back to you guys no uh speaking of new announced movies though uh they just announced old guard 2 and tomorrow war 2 are going to be coming out respectively on netflix for old guard and amazon prime for tomorrow war are you excited for either of those two i have not seen tomorrow war but i have seen old guard and um it was fine oh that's funny because i haven't seen old guard but i have seen tomorrow war and it was fine yeah, like they're 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 action movies. Um, if you're a big action movie person, you probably like it. If you're not a big action movie person, you'd be like, yeah, that was an action movie, which is yeah. where I am with it. I thought of all the Netflix action movies I watched that came out last year, and I watched I think pretty much all the ones that came out last year on Netflix. All the action movies. Olgar was my favorite, I'd say. I think Olgar was my fave. Um, I mean, when comparing it to like what Spencer Confidential or uh, Extraction or uh, Frick. Last season, American Crime. There's not much competition, but it was, <laughs> yeah. it was the best of them. So I'm not surprised this is the one that gets a sequel. Yeah, I, I believe it was one of the more successful ones. I know Extraction and Spencer Confidential did uh, pretty well also uh, for getting Extraction viewers. That was huge. Yeah, but I think uh, Old Guard, I think it got a lot of buzz for being yeah. good as well. I haven't seen it, but I heard that that's probably the one that I've heard the most praise for, for people that have seen them. Yeah, I thought it was pretty solid. It has Charlie Stare on it, so she, yeah. she's always good. So even though people saw Spencer Confidential, I think every single person thought, well, that thing was fucking boring and dumb. I don't know how many yeah. people are going to be excited to watch a sequel, but I think Old Guard was at least liked enough by the people that people would watch a second. Yeah, exactly. Well, Spencer Confidential wasn't very good. Extraction was amp. I had that one really cool uh, one-shot action yeah. scene. That I yeah, I did one awesome. really cool scene. I agree. Yeah, that was awesome. Um, and then uh, Last is American Crime is absolutely awful. So this one, Ogre looks bad. Ogre had a fun concept. Yeah. And then Tomorrow War, similar enough, I guess, a very cool concept. I That's why I watched it. I heard what the concept was about, and I was like, okay, I got to check this out. This seems oh, pretty right. cool. I have no idea what it's about. I don't know if Hayden watched it. He didn't seem too ecstatic by it. Yeah, the movie itself is not great, but a very cool idea. Uh, do you want me to give you like a brief one-sentence synopsis? Yeah, give it to me. Yeah, so it's about Chris Pratt's character. These people from the future go back in time uh, and go to Chris Pratt's timeline and tell the people in like the current society that they need to teleport them back to the future because there is a war that they're losing and they need men. So they're going back in time to like collect an army to fight. So I think it's like a interesting take on like war and sci-fi. Um, I just like the time element. That is a pretty crazy. Yeah, it, it was a cool concept. I was like, okay, go like people have to go to the future to help fight a war that they aren't even in yet because they're losing. Like that's kind of cool, but it's fine. Uh, I felt like they dropped the ball with the screenplay. I felt like they, you know, with use of 
time and you know like uh, like back to the future and edge of tomorrow and like all these like when you use the element of time i feel like you need to like using foreshadowing and stuff makes so much sense and they were like hinting at stuff and then didn't go through um it's fine if you just want to shut your brain off and watch aliens and chris pratt do chris pratt stuff yeah it was enjoyable enough i have one major issue with it but you haven't seen it so no point in delving into it but you know it's 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 a movie it's fine i had a good time um yeah i haven't seen old guard uh, i don't even know what it's about yeah it's uh charlie's theron fighting people i guess yeah well it's about this group of people that just can't die like, like every so often someone just becomes like immortal i guess whenever they die they just come back to life okay and they uh and no one really knows why certain people get this and most people don't know about them there's only like five of them in existence and they, um, they all are from like different points in time. So one person's like from way back, like Middle Ages, and like she realizes like she can't die or whatever. And then they just keep living forever, forever. And they've been through all like, the different conflicts and stuff like that. But then they, um, some people like catch on. I, I think the plot is some people could catch on, so they start trying to hunt them down. And so yeah, it's about like this group of people who like all live in different parts of the world, but then they come together every so often when there's like a major world conflict because they've all been living for hundreds of years and they can't die. It was, it was decently fun. It was a good action film. Can you see a sequel being made? Like, do, does that seem well, yeah, reasonable? Yeah, they're all to? still alive and they can't die. Okay. Because so. yeah, uh, I mean, I'm not spoiling Tomorrow War. I don't know what the fuck a sequel is going to be like. I have no fucking clue. I don't know how it's going to connect, but um, I'm, I'm kind of interested to see the sequel now. I have no fucking clue what they're going to do now. I think they were just like, oh, this was successful enough. Okay, I guess we'll try and do a second one. Like they jumped right onto it. This movie came out a few weeks ago, uh, but I don't know what the fucking plan is. I don't. What know. What like yesterday could. war, and they have to go back in time to fight World War Two. That'd be good. Actually, uh, I could see that the movie's called the Yesterday War. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think you might be onto something. That sounds that sounds about right. Going back in time to fight Hitler. Or what if it's the Today War, and the aliens that they're fighting in the first movie or whatever figure out what they're doing. So they go back to the present, knowing that half the fighting population won't be there because they're in the future now, and they kill them then. That'd be pretty great. We get the alien's point of view. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The aliens are the good guy. Yeah. That'd be pretty wild. They, like, have secret sign language we just weren't aware of. That'd be cool. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sold the Today War. Let's go. Yeah, I'm down for that. That's a cool... Honestly, that's a pretty cool movie idea. Yeah, I, I do think the concept's really cool. To be fair, I was really excited that I was like, wow, Amazon Prime has a great idea. Apparently it's taken from a book, so that makes way more sense. At first I thought they thought of this on their own. Um, no. But yeah, really cool idea. Yeah, no, I really liked the the concept. Really fun. Uh, and Chris Pratt's fun. It's a good film. I didn't love it. I don't know if I'll ever rewatch it. But yeah, if you're just looking for an easy thing to watch during a weekend, it's on a streaming service. It's a little long. Actually, it's really long. But yeah, it's fine. I had a good time. I had a coworker recommend it to me. He was like, oh, well, we got to watch the Tomorrow War. We got to talk about Tomorrow. I was like, all right, I guess. Uh, speaking of which, my uh, my boss uh, has listened to a few episodes of this podcast, apparently. He uh, came up to me and he was like, so who's that guy that you do the podcast with? And I was like, oh, that, that's my... That's my brother. And he was like, okay, what's his thing about refusing to watch trailers? Is this guy like not doing a podcast discussing movies and he refuses to watch trailers? And I was like, I don't know. He just doesn't like to watch them. He, uh, he wanted to ask you what was the reason. Because here's the thing. I watch a lot of movies, right? And I watch like pretty much any like the good movies that come out in a given year. I probably watch them all, right? You can probably agree with that one. I've probably seen most of the good movies. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. You're just like me. You watch all the big ones. I already watch them, and so the whole point of a trailer, the reason trailers are made, is to get you to want to watch the movie. If you're already going to watch the movie, like Spider Man is coming, right? I'm going to watch the next Spider Man. I've seen every Spider Man movie ever made. I'm going to watch this next, movie, <laughs> right? So why would I watch a trailer? <laughs> the whole point of the trailer is to get you to want to watch the movie. If I already want to watch the movie, why would I watch the trailer? It's just going to be show me things that are in the, you know, spoiling scenes and, and lines and bits of, from the movie. That I'm already going to watch. There's just there's no reason for me to watch. The point of a trailer is to get you to want to watch them. I've watched trailers on a movie I've never heard of before. When I see a trailer like this, you know, a new A24 movie I've never heard of before, you know, don't really know anything about it, I'll watch that trailer. But if it's a movie I'm already interested in watching, a biopic about someone I'm interested in, or a series I already like, or an actor I really like, or a director I really like, I'm already going to watch the movie. 
there's just no reason to watch the trailer. The whole point of the trailer is you're going to watch the movie, but I'm already buying the ticket. So the trailer just just show me and wrecking things that I'm, I'm going to watch the movie anyways. It's like when you go into an ice cream shop and you know you're going to get, you know, salted caramel ice cream. You ask for the sample first or do you just buy the freaking ice cream? <laughs> I just buy the ice cream. Hey, it's a free sample. Yeah, you got to ask for the free sample. I don't know. I just buy the ice cream. <laughs> just buy the ice cream. But when I'm at Costco, I always take the free sample. Just like I went out in movie theaters, I always watch the trailers. It's all about time and place. Yeah, hopefully when you see Space Jam 2 tomorrow, you'll get the trailer for Last Night in Soho. That's, uh, fingers are crossed. I doubt it. I don't think the Warner Brothers movie, is it? No, it's not. <laughs> or is it meant for kids and other families? Yeah, I know. Yeah, I was really hoping A Quiet Place 2 when I watched it. I was hoping that would have the Last Night in Soho trailer because they're both, like, horror films that are, like, you know, artistically unique. Uh, it didn't. I was really bummed. I was excited to watch it. Oh, you watched the uh, Five Plays for Two in theaters? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I know. We discussed that. We were discussing my thoughts on the first and second, which one I liked more for like, you know, a brief minute. I didn't want to spoil anything for you. Yeah. Hate spoils. I think that's well for me. Um, and so even though I, I get trailers most of the time, don't spoil a movie. I found, like, particularly the Fast and Furious franchise is awful for putting the entire movie in the trailers. When I went to watch Hobbs and Shaw, I knew beat for beat what was happening in that movie. Because I watched a trailer for that movie every time I went to the movie theaters for the entire summer. And I watched a lot of movies that summer. So yeah. I watched every different trailer they had. And every time it was a different trailer, and they all showed different parts of the movie, I watched the entire movie before I even watched yeah, I don't I mind trailers because uh, I feel like either the, the trailers that tend to spoil stuff is for yeah, Fast and Furious movies. Marvel gets like very like they, they show you a lot of stuff, uh, like Marvel a lot of like the big blockbuster. I know films. the Endgame they only ever showed things in the first twenty minutes. Yeah, no, no, Endgame was Endgame and Infinity War. I thought they were intentionally close to the vest, but I think Black Widow. I think they've shown quite a bit for that. Uh, yeah, I feel. I feel yeah, like, like I feel like most of their movies, except for their two big films i feel like they are very loosey-goosey they just want to show you all the cool action shots to get people in i don't really yeah, care I mean, if i get spoiled on black widow or f9 i don't really give a crap if i get spoiled on those and i feel like the movies i do like the very i don't know like last night in soho didn't spoil anything the french dispatch trailer it just showed me the style and the feel and i got excited like i feel like the movies that i like don't get too spoilery or at least i haven't gotten to that point yet so i feel like there's a happy medium it depends on the movie yeah, I mean, that's fair. I just don't really want to chance it if I'm already yeah. going to watch the movie. That's fair. That's if fair. I, uh, Why would I bother? Yeah. I watched the trailer for Old, the new M. Light, M. Night Shyamalan film. Old? Yeah, have you heard yeah, of that movie? I was talking about that one the other day. That, that one sounds kind of cool. Have you seen the trailer? No. Hayden just told me about it, so now I don't really need to. Yeah. The uh, the trailer really spoils it. I pretty much could tell you exactly what's going to happen. I'm so I. Oh really? Yeah, I know pretty much the entire movie now. Uh, the trailer really sucks. It yeah, spoiled everything. I, I hate that. I yeah. absolutely hate that. It's not a big deal for me because you know I, I'm not. I don't really like M Night Shyamalan. I don't think his movies are great. I don't love him. Um, but I, you know. Yeah. And I'll tell you this. Uh, yeah, I won't spoil the trailer. You know. It's, it's, I like it's a trailer, but I'm technically calling it spoilers for the movie. I won't spoil anything, but I will say this. Old is an extremely awesome concept that I wish a competent director could have done. Like, I think it's a really cool idea, but I can already tell this is going to suck. Uh, but we're, me and Andrea are going to watch it. Andrea, for some reason, Tristan, this is her top five most anticipated films of the year. She thinks this looks so cool. She's really excited. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm glad she's happy. Yeah, no, yeah, no, 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 no issue at all. I just think it's so funny that I don't know what it was about this trailer, but it it got her. The trailer didn't get me, but it got her. She's really excited. So we're going to watch it. I think this, I think when we come back from vacation, I think we're going to watch it in theater. She really wants to see it. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we're going to, I think it's coming out this weekend. Uh, we're we're going to watch it in a few weeks time. And the cast is great. I don't know if you've seen who's in it, but it looks like it's no going to be a fun cast. So, yeah. That's old, but yeah, definitely. There's still trailers out there that ruin everything because I pretty much know yeah, everything. And, that's why I don't, and I get like a lot of trailers don't, but how do you know which ones are going to? But what if I told you, Tristan, that last night in Soho is fantastic? Well, that look one, I know you're gonna put it on the movie list, which means I'm gonna have to watch on the movie list that I want. So it's already on my watch list, so it, it doesn't matter. It's, if you put it on the list, I'm not gonna bother watching the trailer. 
Right, but I think some trailers are amazing in their own right that doesn't have to do with the movie. Like, for example, Mink. You oh. refused to watch it. Did you ever watch the Mink trailer? I think I have. I meant to. Okay. That, good point, though, Quentin. I love movie trailers. I go back and watch movie trailers after watching the movie. Oh. I, like, I took business in school. I love marketing. I love movie posts in particular. I love movie posters, movie yeah. lines. I love the marketing around movies. I'm super interested by it. And I love trailers, for sure. I really like trailers. I just don't watch them before I watch the movie. I watch okay. them after I watch the movie. Because I think the Make trailer was my favorite trailer of last year, where it was... It was done the same style of the like Citizen Kane trailer, right? Uh, well, it was done the same style as trailers for films in the 40s, so I imagine they took a lot off the Citizen Kane trailer, I would yeah. imagine. But yeah, it's a very, very odd how it looks and it feels so odd compared to trailers that we're used to. And I think it's great because it kind of just shows you how wild trailers are, how wildly different they are from back in the forties. Like it's a very Do you have a narration. I know a lot of old trailers that have like narration. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got a bit of narration. Uh, it's got like a weird score and just like the cuts. Uh, it's very fun. I really liked it. Uh, and then last night in Soho, not a single word is spoken. It's just all visual and it's so cool. And, like we've already discussed, I didn't know shit about that movie, and now it's my most now it's like my most anticipated for this year. So trailers, I like them, but you know you definitely get spoiled on some. I guess yeah, it's much. It's too bad you're risking getting spoiled just to watch a trailer. That shouldn't be the case. Yeah, so I'll just, I just watch the trailers after. Like when I get home tonight, I'll watch the Space Jam trailers I've never seen. Oh, nice. You know, like, but I always check the movie posters. I like the movie posters. Like the movie take one. I'm really interested in the movie take one. I find those a lot. Yeah, we should uh, look up posters of upcoming movies, Tristan, and see if you can maybe guess what the movie's about since you refuse to watch the trailers. I can guarantee you I'm give you a pretty good synopsis about by looking at the poster. What, about the poster? Yeah, I, if I look at the poster, I can pretty much tell you what the movie's, like the general plotline of the movie. That's fair, that's fair. Yeah, I, I do like posters. Uh, I, I well, really like the... And tell you if I'm interested in watching it or not. And that's what matters, yeah. right? The whole point of all this stuff is to make you decide, do you want to watch this movie? And if you've already made the decision, then don't bother looking at anything else. You, you already know the answer. Yeah, like I think Godzilla v. Kong had like one of the coolest posters ever. Godzilla v. Kong had a lot of cool posters. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, by ever, I mean like of this year. I don't mean like of all time. But yeah, yeah. a really fun poster. So yeah, I know you definitely get a lot from posters. Well, and you said you're super into taglines. What would be like one of your favorite taglines? I don't really know if I follow I, those. I've always really liked the uh, Jurassic Park tagline. An adventure 65 million years in the making. That's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. I like that one. Or the alien tagline, in space, no one can hear you scream. Yeah, that that's another good one. I'll admit that. I really like the, one of the only ones I know is Fargo. A lot can happen in the middle of nowhere. That's a good one, yeah. The one Hayden told me that he really likes just the other day, there, he likes it. The Back to the Future big line. He wasn't in time for his classes, he wasn't in time for dinner, and soon he won't be in time at all. That's a good one. Oh, that is a good one. I like the ending there. That's a nice little twist. Yeah, yeah that's a fun one. Or the um, the, the uh, social network big line. What's that one again? You can't make a, oh, yeah. uh, three million friends without making a few enemies. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. That's literally on like... The cover art, like in big yeah, words. a lot of taglines are on the posters. That's where you see most. Right? Yeah, but like even like the Blu-ray, I feel like Blu-rays don't really have the taglines on the cover, yeah, but that one does. Cool. Is there any good taglines that came out in like the last five years? I feel like I can't think of any. The last five years? Yeah. The one will fall from Godzilla vs Kong. Was... Eh, it was like I liked it, but like if you hear the tagline before you hear the movie. Would you get Godzilla vs. Kong from that? Like, I feel like all the other ones we've just discussed, you could easily be like, oh yeah, that's Social Network, that's Back to the Future. That's true. Well, like, a tagline's supposed to really summarize the film. Uh, one will fall. That's so generic. That that could be Batman v. Superman. That could be, like, a Jenga movie. Who who knows? Yeah. Okay, so I just, I just decided to open up my Netflix, my Cineplex app I have on my phone, right? And it pop up, like, the, you know, posters of movies that are currently in theaters. Um, I feel like old should have a cool tagline. Old? Yeah, you would think so. Here, you go list off the ones you got. I'm going to look up old. Um, for Escape Room, Tournament of Champions, which actually sounds like kind of a fun movie. I might check that one out. A yeah, Winning Was Just the Beginning. There's a tagline for that. Boss Baby Family Business is I Love Casual Fridays. Oh my god. Him in a diaper. 
The Forever Purge is The Rules Are Broken. Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard is Killer Threesome. That one's kind of fun. Uh, yeah, see, they're all whatever, right? Uh, old is pretty lame, actually. It's just, it's only a matter of time. Okay, so I haven't seen a, uh, a Quiet Place Part 2 yet, but it, I think it's probably one of the best ones of recent. Uh, Silence is not enough. That one's not bad. I like that one. Yeah, not bad. Yeah, I feel like Old could have thought of a better one. Uh, is there a guy that just works on taglines? If so, I want to be that guy. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that'd be pretty I could cool. Do it, man. Yeah, you could definitely do better than some of these other ones we got. Scoob is Mystery Loves Company. That's kind of a fun twist on Misery Loves Company. Yeah, I guess that's a good one. I thought, I thought it was a fun twist on the classic saying, Never underestimate a nobody. It's, of course, for the movie you're anticipating here, Quentin Nobody. Yeah. I'm excited for that movie. I've I've heard nothing but good things. Even like film critics that I follow, like they say it's just a fun time. Like it's like a John Wick yeah, type I, I've movie. Heard it pretty solid. Yeah, no, I've I've heard it's really fun. I'm excited to check that out. I feel like Well Dog would like it. This one, when I, I I should have when you asked for reads to take lines, I should have said this one. I remember liking this one. Best of enemies, worst of friends for Tom and Jerry. Yeah, no, that one's definitely the best one, I think, so far for 2021. Is Tom and Jerry the reigning champion of 2021? Uh, Taglines? I guess so. Uh, Do do you want to play a game here? I will. I got a list of taglines from 2020, right? This is only the year of 2020, all right? This is what I mean. I think a lot of these are pretty freaking generic. So let's see if maybe you can distinguish them. So you got only one year time frame. You've seen all these movies, Tristan. I will not ask yeah, you. I've seen, a lot, I've seen a lot of movies. Yeah. I won't ask you any that you haven't seen yet, all right? So let's okay. see if you can get any of these. We'll start off with an easy one A Whole New Speed of Hero. Oh, oh Sonic. Yeah, Sonic. All right, there you go. All right. Um, how about Never Coming Home? Never Coming Home? Hmm. Never Coming Home. That's a tougher one. What is it? Fantasy Island. Ah. Uh, yeah, okay. Rules can be broken, but so can hearts. It's not game night, is it? Is that 2020? Oh, no. Game night? No, that was 2018. 2018? Rules can be broken. Yeah, I don't know what that one. Come on, it's one of your favorites of last year. I'm, I'm drawing a blank on movies that came out last year. <laughs> Kissing Booth 2. Oh, that makes no sense. Well, she broke one of her rules to not date his brother. I guess. That, that's my only guess. That, that makes no sense at all. <laughs> that's a horrible thing. <laughs> <laughs> they are selfish. Yeah, yeah they, <laughs> sat, they made it sound really intense. All right, I'll give you another easy one. Time runs out. Once again, I'm just struggling to think of moves coming up. So, so say, say it again. We'll Time runs out. Time runs out. Oh, Tenet? Yeah, Tenet. You got it. Okay. Yeah. All right, I just think yeah, exactly. Yeah, you just don't think of it. All right, I'll give you uh, two more. And these are the, my two favorite, I think, of 2020, or at least of this list. It only lists off 20 uh, taglines here. Uh, but both of these we discussed in the 2021 ranking, or sorry, the 2020 ranking. So uh, you should be able to get them. What you can't see can hurt you. What you can't see can hurt you. Oh, the Invisible Man. Yeah, yeah, I, I think that's a good tagline. Yeah, it is a good one. Yeah, that one's really nice. Uh, and then this is one I also think is really good. Uh, you probably will think it's dumb, but it's uh, Know Your Worth. It might be harder to get. I can just tell you if you want it. Oh, no, I got this. I think we'll be wrong about swimming with it anyway. Because I don't think this is going to be on the list. But Kajillionaire? Yeah, Kajillionaire, you got it. I got it right. Yeah, you I got, got it right. right. I didn't think you would. That's the only one that makes any sense for me. Yeah, that makes sense. But uh, I think that's a really good tagline because you hear the title and you see the tagline, you think it's still playing into the idea of money. But when you watch the movie, you realize it's more about uh, just how you're treated by uh, your own family. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, th- I think that's uh, it works both ways. I like that. Um, this is the one that's probably the worst one. I don't guess it, Tristan. You're never going to get it. Uh, and we didn't even discuss it for the podcast, but I believe we both saw it. But it's uh, remember the name. That has to be the most generic tagline ever. 
It's real generic. What is it? Artemis Fowl. Oh my god. <laughs> like, they thought that was going to be their big tagline? Remember the name. Yeah, that's pretty generic. That could be for anything. Yeah, that could literally be any movie that has the name of a character on it, really, because that's kind of what it's playing into. Like, oh my god, that's terrible. There you go. I guess that's a good way to uh, look at it. I think you're right, though, because I'm kind of looking at now best taglines ever. Uh, taglines are pretty good. I feel like it is a good tool that we don't really discuss much when it draws people in. We always talk about trailers and even posters, but nobody really talks about a good tagline. Well, I believe I believe taglines should be on the. I think if, if you if you have a yeah. tagline, you put it on the poster. I hate it yeah. if they don't put taglines on the poster. That bothers me. Yeah, no, I mean? yeah, yeah. It has to be on the poster. Yeah, and so that, I don't like that one. Poster, um, and that's what I look. at. I look at the poster. I read the tagline. I'm like, yeah, I'll watch the movie, and that's that's pretty much all I do instead of watching the trailer. Yeah, no, I, I agree. If, say, someone, one, doesn't care about spoilers as much as I do, or B, also just doesn't really have the time or just doesn't really watch as many movies as I do, this system might not work as well for them. But I will argue that for sure for things, let's say, Spider-Man. If you watch every MCU movie or majority of MCU movies, you're going to watch Spider-Man, right? So why watch the trailer for You know, like, like, once again, watch the trailer if you're unsure if you want to watch the movie. If you already know you want to watch the movie, don't bother there's no, there's no benefit. Is the big argument. You are gaining nothing. That's fair. And risking yourself for having plot points or elements or funny jokes or action scenes being spoiled. Uh, I genuinely think Last Night in Soho is the best trailer I've seen. Maybe like, I can't even tell you how many years. Like, I think it's fucking awesome. And so I hope that a trailer for a movie that's not as well known, uh, that seems very gorgeous and stylized for the theater. I hope that people end up seeing this trailer and end up actually watching this in the movies. I hope that the trailers really do help get butts into seats, because I think if the trailers do help, this should help that movie, because that movie is not known. Yeah, for more unknown things, or movies you don't know about, you're not too sure, maybe, uh, you know, you've never really watched that series before, you didn't like the previous one, you don't really want to watch it or not, watch the trailers. But if you're already planning on going to go watch the movie, why bother? Yeah, no, I agree, I agree. Here's a good tagline for uh, 12 Angry Men, Tristan. Life is in their hands. Death is on their minds. That's a, that's a pretty good one. That's a good yeah, one. I like, I like that. that. Yeah. We need more taglines like that. Come on, Artemis Fowl. Yeah. I think one. I think they seem to be too worried about making the tagline short. But that one was a decently long tagline. That was a full two sentences. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the, the, the Back to the Future one, that one was like a full three sentences. You know, I mean, I think they're two words making the tagline short and like three, three or four words. You know what I mean? Rather than than, than really giving a nice, really cool, quick sounding, great description of it in one to three sentences. You know what I mean? Like they could be longer. They could be like a full sentence, right? Like an adventure, sixty-five million years in the making, right? Yeah. But like, it's fine if they're a little longer. I think I think a lot of times people are too worried making them. I, the reason they'll put it on the poster is because they don't want too many words on the poster. I, 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 don't, I don't think it's a waste of time. It adds a lot to a poster, and there's a really great tagline. I have one for Taxi Driver, and it's pretty freaking long. On every street in every city in this country, there is a nobody who dreams of being a somebody. Yeah, you see? That's so that, gives, that gives a much better description or even more interesting hook to, to the movie than remember his name. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Remember I think... his name. Yeah, that, that's got to yeah. be one of the worst. That's pretty brutal. That's a pretty rough one. Yeah, because once again, uh, I think the most powerful use of a tagline is you hear the tagline and you instantly connect it to that movie. Yeah, exactly. Like uh, even the Invisible Man. Uh, we haven't really said that there's many great ones in the last few years, but I think that perfectly encapsulates that film. You hear that tagline, and that's probably one of the first films you would think of. Yeah, I, I, think, that, I think that's a real good one. Yeah. And then, once again, it's a little longer, though. What you, what you can't see, can't hurt. I mean, that's, super, that's short enough. Yeah, no, it's not too bad. Well, anyways, that's it on my end. Anything else for you, Trist? That's it, man. Uh, I guess in a few weeks' time, we'll hear your review on Space Jam 2 and my review on Nobody. I, I guarantee you, it's going uh, to be amazing. I'm going to love it. <laughs> what, Space Jam 2 or Nobody? 
Or hopefully both. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully we both have a good theater experience. Uh, I think Space Jam 2 would be a fun ride. I think, I think it's going to be a lot. Yeah, I don't know if I'll ever... I don't think I'll watch it in theaters, but I definitely... Unlike Mortal Kombat, I'm way more excited to see something like Space Jam. That'd be a fun one to throw on at home. Yeah, I'm expecting it to be awful, but in the best way possible. Yeah. Yeah, no, exactly. And that's everything for Pop Topic. Have a fantastic day, guys. See ya.